This happens to everybody, so I want to be very clear. He has a job, and then he's saying, I want to quit my job. And he has reasons why. The guy doesn't treat me well, which they usually say, or I'm not getting paid enough, or what am I, uh, Mexican? Uh, they think they're, they're, they're CEO. They should be start off a CEO of a corporation, $200,000. They should pick me up instead. I have to go by bus. What am I, a worker? Or a regular employee, you know? And the truth is, they're right, because we're princes. Hashem said that we are princes. So they feel that they're a prince. I know, starting at the bottom. I, I really should be, and who is he to tell me what to do? Uh, it's called boss. Um, if you, if you never heard of it, you can look in the dictionary. Boss tells employees what to do. And they like, he's telling, he, and he, he doesn't even, he doesn't know what he's doing. Well, he's the one with the helicopter. <laughs> You're the one, you know, borrowing your father's car. I, I think maybe he does know what he's doing. He's an idiot. You know, he doesn't know he's running the place that I know, you know, but he has 8,000 employees and he has 17, you know. Fine. They say they want to quit their job. Now, we all know that if you're in the corporate world and you have an achrayis, a responsibility for your family, we all know what's normal, right? You don't quit your job until you find a better job because otherwise you're going to have no job. And no job, you're not going to have money, plus you're going to go out of your mind and you're going to be bored. It's not healthy. And there's nobody in the world that's normal that quits a job unless they're being abused, but who quits a job that's here because they want a better job. You don't quit. You think you're worth more? Go find someone who feels you're worth more and get a better job. We understand logic. Does not apply to kids in pain. Does not apply when we have a bigger mission that we're trying to accomplish, which is to fix the self-esteem so they don't want to leave a job before they have another job. Because really, the advice that you want to tell them that we think, oh, this is an opportunity. This is a teaching moment. They know the answer. They know it. They're smart. If a friend calls and says, listen, I have, a, I have a job. It's paying me $16 an hour. I think I deserve $22 an hour. So I want to quit my job and find a job for $22 an hour. Your kid will say, no, first get a job for $22 an hour and then quit your job, right? Because he's not stupid. So the whole thing is a spiel. The whole thing is a game. They're expressing that they're not healthy. I want to make them healthy. What makes somebody healthy to be able to tap into their logical brain? They have the logic. There's no chesar in Yediya. There's no chesar in Havana. There's no chesar in knowledge of facts. There's no chesar of understanding. I always tell you as parents, when should you tell your kids something? If there's something that they don't know, they're missing information, right? If they think that you show up to a flight 20 minutes before the flight and they really never heard of TSA and that you have to come two hours before, you could tell them, I just want to let you know that you can't come to one anymore. You could give them information if they don't have it. But if they have the information and they knew it 10 years ago, when they were eight years old, they knew it just fine, that laundry goes in the laundry basket, right? They knew all this logical stuff. You go to sleep at night, you wake up in the morning. They figured it out. And now they don't know it. They have the logic. Don't give information realize that they cannot tap into their logic because of their pain. People who are in emotional, mental, psychiatric, psychological pain, anguish, they can't connect to their logic. They're, they're weighed down by something, right? That's what happened to Mitzrayim. 
We were way down from the Avaidah. It wasn't just the physical work. It was the emotional taxing. They say that a day of worry is more tiring than a day of work. They have emotional pain, mental pain. Therefore, they can't tap into the logic. And every person knows that if you've ever gone through anything not so great, that your thinking is not so on, and you don't need your friend to tell you what you already knew of what's right and what's wrong, and what's smart and what's dumb, because then it just makes you angry at them. They don't understand me, right? And the truth is, tzaddikim don't do that. When you go to tzaddikim, they don't give you logic. They give you empathy. They give you sympathy. They boost you. They make you feel that you have power. They give you power. All our kids need is emotional power. No kids today that I've ever met struggling are missing logic, are missing intellect. They know everything. You give them $100 for the right answer. Say, I'm going to pay you $100 right now if you give me the right answer. If someone wants to get more money on a job, should they quit their job first or find a job first? They will tell you, find a job first. So it's so critical for parents because I'm getting so many phone calls of parents who want to do the right thing and they don't get this. That the person who's asking the question, there's two parts. Sometimes they're doing something and we want to give forced advice. Don't do it. But even if they ask you, here they're asking you, Mommy, Tati, Abba, what should I do? Remember, remember, they're sick. Kid in pain means they have pain. Treat it like a sickness. They know what the ideal is. And you're always on the side of the logic, they will stop asking you. So let's review. The wheel, the, the steering wheel on this car is not connected to the car. If you say, I really think you should keep your job, they're not going to keep their job because of you. And if they do, they'll be resentful because now all the pain they have from the job is because of you. Instead of, and cause, why did you involve yourself in this, in this struggle? You were never supposed to be part of the struggle. Now it's, I have pressure from my parents, and that's why I'm at the stupid job, and instead of this beep, beep, beep boss, it's now my beep, beep, beep parents, they push me, they pressure me. Don't do it. If, if somebody's not gonna keep their job without your pressure, don't pressure them, because they're gonna, anyway, it's gonna be a matter of time till they quit, and you're just gonna ruin your relationship. And if you tell them, I really think you should quit, you're young, you don't, you don't have pressure, you live at home, we'll give you everything. They're not going to quit because you say that. They're not lazy, dumb, stupid, taking advantage of you. It's a misunderstanding. The whole thing is a misunderstanding. You're dealing with a prince. You're dealing with good kids. They want to be good. They want to make it. It's so hard for them when they, when they have to, when they quit their job. Because it's hard for them. It's so They go into this depression. They don't want to. No kid ever quit their job. Because, well, I wasn't sure if I should stay or not. But my dad said I should quit. So I quit my job. Never happened. So what are we after here? I'm not after giving advice about the issue. I'm, I'm, I want to heal their essence. So they can do everything. Someone has broken ribs. And they say, you know, it's so hard for me to do this job because I have to lift boxes. We would never say, well, you know you got to make a living. How else are you going to get a thing? We would never say that. We would say, don't worry about it. If it's causing you tsar, don't work. It doesn't mean that they're going to... And nobody will tell you, oh, so that you're making them lazy. You're spoiled. Why should they ever work? He has broken ribs. He's going to quit anyway. 
If, he, if he's asking you, I don't know what to do. I really want, I want it, it won't work, but it hurts me so much. My ribs are broken. And the guy makes it, he's, he's on the way out. And, and I don't want him working there and being in pain because of your advice. It's a bad move. And he's not going to be there in five years from now and say, thank you, mom and dad. You didn't let me quit when I had broken ribs. It's, it's not the way this works. Plus, if you say, I think you can quit, he's not going to quit because of you. Maybe he'll quit and I'll say, like, thank you for, for caring about me. So when a kid has anxiety or depression or, or has gone through pain that causes them to not be able to deal with life, and you always come across giving the, the logical advice that you would give a healthy person, they end up hating you. They end up feeling like you hate them, you don't understand them, you're a loser. That's the opposite of what we're trying to accomplish. We are really treating mental illness like what it deserves. We're taking it seriously. The same way we would do it with fever. What should I do? I have 104 fever. I threw up four times last night. My boss said I have to come in today. Otherwise, he's going to fire me. Mommy's in the room. What do you tell your kid? Go in or not? But he's going to get fired. So then the boss is an idiot. You can't go in when you have 104. I said mommy's because the dads are going to be like, I don't know. Go in. Suck it up. Builds character. Everybody, know how, everybody knows how to build somebody else's character. But if it was you, you know, okay? So I want you to become stability for this child for the rest of their lives. So that way they're going to get better and be able to outperform who they were before and everybody else because they're great kids. I want you to become the legs under the table, not a part of the, any piece of the pressure of their lives. I want you to show them that I understand you. I feel you. I have sympathy and empathy. And I would tell this child, first of all, thank you for sharing with me. Thank you. I appreciate that you feel so close to me that you can share with me your thoughts. Because when you give one of those takeaways, there's no communication. Never give advice. But I want to tell you something. If you're going to give advice, I'm going to give you advice right now. For two reasons. You say the following. When you want to give advice, you say, you know, this is a serious question. I really hear both sides. I want to think about it. I'll let you know tomorrow. Two reasons why that's smart. If you're going to give the advice, it's going to mean a lot more to them that you thought about it overnight. Instead of every time that they have a question, you just know what to do and you just tell them what to do. And they don't really feel like you care or they feel like I must be so dumb and he thinks he's so smart. When you go to someone, imagine you have a problem. Even though their problem might be to you a stupid problem, your problem might be a stupid problem to somebody very smart. But imagine you go to a big smart person and you have a question about whatever it is. Should I sell my house? Should I move here? I want to invest in this, something. And you go to a very wealthy person and he listens to your problem and he says, I hear both sides. I want to think about it. Your admiration for this person is going to go up to the moon and then if he gives you that same advice that he would have told you that minute, you're going to appreciate it so much more. That's the number one reason to do that. The number two reason is I'm hoping by the next day you'll call me and I'll explain to you that you have to heal your kid, not advise your kid. Okay? So we are we have a bigger goal. When someone is sick and you want to heal their sickness, when someone is, even if you're doing it to be a of them, you want them to be from one day, there's a there's other pictures here. 
There's other other wars and battles that you want to gain. So it's not about the question that they're asking you, whether it's financial or whether it's anything. You have to think about what's my job. Kid has depression. I want them to not be depressed. No, I don't want you to push yourself to go to work, honey, if it's too hard to get up in the morning. No, no, no. That's not what's important. I'm here for you. We're going to get through this together. We we have so much of a bigger picture than to tell the struggling person what the logical answer is. This is what's, what TP is all about, and this is what everybody in the world, many people, some people in the world, really mess up. Because they're like, aren't we supposed to be telling our kids what to do? They know it. They're struggling. And that's why when you get calls or somebody asks you, first thing you have to know, regular kid or struggling kid? Regular adult or struggling adult? If it's a regular adult and is asking you a question, sure, you could say, well, in my opinion, I think this is a better idea. I still like the idea of come back tomorrow. I, I always thought of this idea, and I realized the power of it, and yet I never do it. But it's a good idea to do. I, I can't keep track of everybody. You can tell all you guys, I'm going to let you know tomorrow. <laughs> but, it, but it shows the chashivas of the Indian, right? It shows you, yesh machal achazman, now is today is my tomorrow. Anyway, but it's it's it shows chashivas of the person. It shows chashivas of the problem. Even if to you it's an easy answer, it shows. But but I hope that you realize we have much bigger eggs to fry, and so many people lose that by by you know like your kid is willing to play house. Ma, you think I should wear this to the wedding? And it's like, you know. I was like, why are they asking you? They know how you're dressing to the wedding. They've been to Jewish weddings before. They've seen pictures. You can Google it, you know. Why are they asking? Because they're looking for something. And you got to give that to them if you want to see them be healthy. This is medicine. This is medicine that we're doing for them. Did I answer your question? Okay, good. Hold on. So it's this question, but it's all the other questions of when they ask. Well, if they, first of all, if they're not asking you advice, don't give it. But even if they ask you, should I invite this friend over? Should I do this? Should I break up with this girlfriend? And she's toxic. And you want to be like, heck yeah. First of all, don't do it. Because then if he ends up staying with her, what are you going to say? What if he ends up marrying her? I'll be like, uh. Right? But don't. Be very, very careful with the advice. Because the advice is the opposite of what we're trying to do. We're trying to build them up. And everything that we say, every response that you give, the matara, the goal is to fix the bleeding, the internal bleeding, by doing another, sewing it up, another one and another one and another one with a compliment, with a thing. So this guy asked his mom yesterday, they called me, Um, uh, my this, my girlfriend is not treating me right. You think I should stay with her? She thinks now she became a relationship expert and coach, and she's thinking what I think. I'm like so interesting. Our parents think that you can answer every question in the world. Like find a professional, right? I told her. I said, no. This is what you say. You say, if she's dumb enough to let you go, she's the dumbest girl in the world because you are a gem. You are a diamond. If she lets you, if she doesn't treat you well, she doesn't deserve you. All of that is gold. It boosts self-esteem. And these kids all have broken self-esteem. That's your whole job. And we give that up. Instead we say, why you should stay with her, why you shouldn't stay with her. And we deal with the the job, the relationship, the 
whatever, it, whatever the question is, I want you to go deep, deep down and fix the self-esteem with a compliment. And she was like, the mother tells me, oh, yeah, I should have said that. Because if what you say should make them smile. When you see a smile, you've done your job. Otherwise, you're giving advice to somebody, you know, there's a flood in the basement and you're talking about what kind of cabinets in the kitchen. I want you to fix the internal bleeding.